Here is something really enchanting. How do you do, ladies and gentlemen, and boys and girls? It's Resonance with your host, Chris Michaels. It's another week, and it's another Wednesday, and it's another 7 to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time radio block. No, it's not radio. It's podcasting, but it is brilliant, and it is live. Uh, Also, you can go to, and I suggest that you do this, you go to onthewakeupradio.com, and you set yourself up with a profile so that you can contribute to everybody that you hear on this platform. And ultimately, if you do like what you hear, then you can possibly donate or even sponsor some or all of these shows. I mean, it could be anything. It could be $10 a month. It could be $5 a month. I mean, any little bit helps. And do you know why? Because we are all brilliant on this platform. And we have almost no, we don't have almost, it's it's no censors. We can say whatever we want, and we can tell the truth, and you are never going to hear that on any other platform. Mark my words. So that's why you tune into here, because it's brilliant, and we're brilliant. Gosh, what an exciting weekend we had. Can you think about Barack Obama's big old 6-0? He was up there in Martha's Vineyard, the whitest of the white, and he's boogieing on the stage with Erica Badu, John Legend, supposed pedophile Chrissy Teigen, and all sorts of other celebrities. They're just having a grand old time. And after that party, we started to see all of the police reports that were coming out from Martha's Vineyard, including that they've never gotten a hold of more drugs in all of their lives than they did right before Barack Obama's birthday bash. Gee, I wonder what could have been going on there. (laughs) And then Barack Obama, now this is the biggest thing, Barack Obama's out there with his wife, Big Mike, and uh, his kids, supposedly his kids, and uh, a whole bunch of other people that were just enjoying themselves. Erica Badu was up there on stage with him, and she took photos and video of him dancing. And by the way, do you know what you didn't see at that party? Well, I was kind of disappointed. I didn't see any lines of coke. Uh, so that was kind of, I was like, oh, it's going to be a party. It might as well be a party. Um, but you also didn't see any social distancing, nor did you see any masks, nor did you see any requirements to be vaccinated. And that came from Candace Owens, conservative commentator, who, by the way, it was found out that her PR person, the person that 
trained her to present the way she presents is a porn director from Israel. So Candace Owens, I can only imagine what you did to get where you are. I was wondering if you took a few pages out of Kamala Harris's playbook, uh, just, you know, replace a few names here or there. But here's the thing. You had Barack Obama. No, nobody, nobody vaccinated there or at least a minimal amount, because Candace Owens actually came out and said, I know a number of people that attended the party and they were not vaccinated. Nobody was socially distanced. No one was wearing a mask. Then you had Lori Lightfoot, the toad mayor from Chicago. I mean, did you see her big old bug eyes? I can't tell if she looks more like an amphibian or a goldfish with them things. And she's out there with her Mr. Rogers shoes when she's not in office. And she's with those big old feet stomping around the neighborhood. By the way, it's not the south side of Chicago. She's not bouncing around over there uh, with her partner. Uh, she's all flopping around somewhere else. She's having parties. Nobody's masked. Nobody's socially distanced. Nobody's doing It's all a great time. Let the good times roll. Point is, point is that they do not care about the restrictions that they put on us. They don't care. And the reason why they don't care is because they know it's an effing game. You're telling me that these people, the best and brightest on all of the planet Earth, they don't know about the side effects of these inoculations. They don't know the true statistics of covid and what covid is supposed to be who it could affect they don't know what's in these vaccinations they don't know what could be the detrimental effects of inserting gene therapy platforms that manipulate your mrna and your dna no mask no uh no vaccine checks no socially distance the thing is they don't care and the point behind all of this is that we shouldn't care. We shouldn't care. We should go about living our lives. Stop living our lives because we're never going to overpower this stuff by cowering in fear. We're never, ever, ever going to stop all of these restrictions and obscene mandates by complying. We must not comply anymore because the, the, only, the argument is always going to be, well, what about them? They were able to do it. How come I can't do it? And they say, well, that was a different situation, and that was then before the restrictions came out. And since then, we've got this Delta variant ravaging the system. It's never going to be that. You're never, ever, ever going to win by making those arguments. The only thing that is left to do is mask, mask, mass, uh, uncompliant, if that's even a word. Don't even comply anymore. Small businesses in New York and small businesses across the country, especially in France, just do not comply anymore if you want customers. That's the only thing that's left to do. And if enough people don't comply, if enough businesses say this is outrageous, we're never, ever, ever going to accept a vaccine passport. We're not going to ask people of their medical conditions and their medical status 
uh, then we've you've got enough pushback where you can actually make a difference and stop these tyrannical governors, mayors, and leaders of countries. I mean, we're at this point, if you're listening to onthewakeupradio.com, then you know for a fact that there's something else going on. There's some other reason behind all of these vaccinations, if you want to call them vaccinations, because it is the loosest definition of what a vaccine is. And in fact, Merriam-Webster changed their definition of what a vaccine is last week to incorporate mRNA inoculations because people were saying, hey, wait a minute, you're saying to get vaccinated, but this isn't the vaccine. This does not meet the definition of vaccine. So they changed it so that nobody can say anything. Uh, But the point is, not complying with all of these tyrannical edicts, probably illegal edicts, is the only way out of it. And if you don't do it, if you don't start doing this, if we don't start waking up, we are going to descend into fascism. And this is on thewakeupradio.com. This is the show, Resonance, and I am your host, Chris Michaels. Okay, is uh, what is this? this is resonance with Chris Michaels on on the wakeupradio.com and you can also find me on I don't know you can find me on anything you can find me on La- on anchor you can find me on Spotify you can find me on Apple podcasts you can look for me last call with Chris Michaels or you can find me on Twitter you can also find me on Instagram and you can join me there and my handle is last call caravan and i post stuff i do a daily podcast monday through thursday i do this podcast weekly or bi-weekly depends i recorded it uh last week pre-recorded last week this week is live from 7 to 8 p.m and then i do another radio show uh every other week and supposedly i'll be able to post those things too soon uh but who knows So I constantly tell people that what we're going through right now is fascism. All of you little spineless morons with the technicolor hair and doesn't know whether they have ovaries or testes, all throughout 2020, you clowns were out there fighting fascism. It's in your face now. And where are you? How come you're not fighting fascists? Instead, you're trying to beat up women in front of abortion clinics because you don't like the idea that that aborted fetuses and their body parts are being sold with uh, due to a project that Dr. Fauci funded. How come you Antifa schmucks aren't fighting against true fascism in the form of medical tyranny? with Dr. Fauci at the helm and morons, degenerate, pedophilic morons like Joseph Biden at the helm. Where are you? And the reason why I say this is a fascist takeover is because it's effing true and nobody knows their history. I know history because I am brilliant. We have to go back 
almost 100 years, 90 some odd years, it was a paper written by none other than the fascist at large during the 1920s and 30s, Benito Mussolini. You may have heard of him. And he wrote a paper called The Doctrine of Fascism, like I said, in 1932. And oh my gosh, the similarities are mind-boggling. He says fascism sees in the world not only those superficial material aspects in which man appears as an individual, self-centered, subject to natural law, which instinctively urges him towards a life of selfish, momentary pleasure. Fascism sees the nation and the country and generations bound together by a moral law, suppressing the instinct for life closed in a brief circle of pleasure, and builds up a higher life founded on duty, in which the individual, by self-sacrifice, renunciates self-interest. So in other words, we have to build back better. In other words, we have to wear the mask for others. We have to get the vaccine for others, despite the fact that I still tested positive for COVID after getting it and wearing two masks and washing my hands and using Purell wherever I go and covering up my face at all times with a face shield, too, on top of the masks and staying home. And all. it is all about that. The only difference between fascism and what we're experiencing now is that there is no clear figurehead. The political ideology is the same. The motives and methods are the same. So this is, I would say, it's not neo-fascism. I don't know. I don't even know what it is anymore, but it is a form of fascism. So going back to that quote, mankind instinctively moves towards selfish momentary pleasure. In other words, going to orgies, doing drugs, swapping spit, kissing three people at once, and also going to restaurants without a mask. That is the momentary pleasure that we all crave to go back to. But due to this new Delta variant, due to COVID-19, we have to put aside all of our circles of pleasure and go to self-sacrifice and renunciate self-interest. Basically what they're doing is they forced you to sacrifice your life for dodgy reasons and they haven't brought up evidence as to why you have to sacrifice your life to a good enough point because if you look at the data, there's nothing there. Um, but you have to stop having fun and you have to sacrifice. So you have to stay home. You have to get the vaccine. You have to wear the mask. And the people that don't go along with what you've been doing, then they're the issue. We've all of a sudden split society between the people that have sacrificed needlessly and the people that haven't sacrificed in the way that you have. Oh, gosh. How dare we? And Mussolini continues with fascism wants man to be active and to engage in action with all of his energies. It wants him to be manfully aware of the difficulties besetting him and ready to face them. So this is exactly what we've been going through for the past year and a half. 
We know what the difficulties are. We're ready to face them. And mankind has to engage in the countermeasures fully. So you have to wear the mask. You have to get the vaccine. You can't see your children or your grandchildren. You can't see your grandparents. You can't see your parents. That is what we're facing here. And the only way out of it is to get everybody in the nation vaccinated. It conceives fascism, conceives life as a struggle in which it behooves a man to become the implement required for winning it. The only way out of this struggle, the only way out of this pandemic is to get vaccinated. Oh, you did? Then the only way to get out of this struggle is for everybody to get vaccinated. Hence, uh, Mussolini continues, the value of culture, artistic, religious, and scientific, and the outstanding importance of education where are all these messages coming? They're all coming from supposed doctors. Hence, also the essential value of work by which man subjugates nature to create the human world. In other words, the only way to stop this scourge that's called COVID that miraculously popped up out of somebody that ate a bat in a market in China, in Wuhan, where there are multiple virology institutes not just the wuhan multiple virology institutes that's the natural world and it's going to take the ingenuity of man to overcome that natural world i mean how much more like fascism does this need to sound like so no action is exempt from moral judgment I'm doing this for you because you refuse to get vaccinated. I'm wearing a mask and not seeing my parents because I don't want to put others at harm. I'm wearing a mask out of respect for others. No activity can be despoiled, according to Mussolini, of the value which a moral purpose confers on all things. You are giving these spineless, unthinking worms moralistic high ground to go against people that have two brain cells to rub together to figure out what exactly is going on here. Therefore, life is serious, austere, and religious. Science has become a religion. Whenever you start to question people that say, oh, I've, got, I've been vaccinated, I'm going to wear a mask, and everybody, I can't wait for my two-year-old to get the vaccine. Whenever you start to question them and present counter-information backed by mathematics and science, by the way, not by propaganda, they immediately say, well, you believe what you want to believe, and, uh, you, you know, I trust the science. It's become a religion. Science has become a religion not based on facts and math. All its manifestations are poised in a world sustained by moral forces and subject to spiritual responsibilities. So their, their whole argument here is to trust the science. But they're not giving you the truthful data behind the supposed science, so then it turns into belief. So then it turns into a spiritual quest for purity to make sure that everyone that isn't vaccinated will be vaccinated by the end of this sycophantic Faustian crusade against the heretic. Mussolini then says anti-individualistic. So what he means by that phrase, individualistic? Basically, 
all throughout mankind's history, there's been a slave culture. Whether you're white, black, brown, yellow, red, doesn't matter. There has been a slave culture inherent into the genetics of mankind. Something clicked around 1790 with Napoleon. And basically what happened was they said, you know what? F the monarchs. We don't care about royal blue blood. We are human beings, and we deserve rights and freedoms and to be sovereigns. Big word. So basically, that's what Mussolini is referencing here when he calls, when he says the phrase individualistic. Anti-individualistic, the fascist conception of life, stresses the importance of the state and accepts the individual only insofar as his interests coincide with those of the state. In other words, the 1800s and 1790s no longer apply. The individual is not free. The individual is only free if his rights go along with the state's goals, the government's goals. That's it. So think about this. You've been locked down. You've been forced to wear a muzzle. You've been forced, or by your job, mandated to get a vaccination, vaccination in quotes as always, because you no longer matter as a person. The only thing that matters is the state. And the state is taking orders from who? We don't know. That's the other issue. Liberalism. Now, the other problem with, with this is that the phrase liberalism uh, going back, if you if you study political science, liberalism from the 1800s means what today's conservative is. So liberalism, the original definition of liberalism, isn't socialism or communism. The original de definition of liberalism is really, I am a human being, I've got my own rights, and stay out of my face, I'm going to do whatever the F I want. That's what liberalism is supposed to mean, but they hijacked it and bastardized the definition of it over the course of two centuries. So uh, Mussolini says liberalism denied the state in the name of the individual and fascism reasserts the state. That's exactly what we've seen. That's exactly what we've seen. Fascism stands for liberty and for the only liberty worth having, the liberty of the state, meaning that the state is allowed to do whatever it wants and squash the rights of its citizens in order to meet the government's goal. That's what he means. Fascism is totalitarian, and the fascist state interprets, develops, and potentates the whole life of a people, meaning there is no room for discussion. The only thing that you can do is accept the edicts of the state. The only thing that you can do is abide by the mandates of the state. Now, they've done something brilliant this year throughout 2021 and 2020 is that the government isn't directly doing this. The government is making recommendations and companies are following these recommendations and then throwing their hands up in the air saying, I was only following orders because the CDC said so. Well, I have news for you. That didn't work during Nuremberg when soldiers were out there. Why did you commit atrocities? Why did you kill innocent people? I don't know. I, I was following orders. My sergeant or whoever told me to kill all these villagers for no reason, so I was just following orders. Otherwise, I'd be court martialed. 
And the, during Nuremberg, they said, not good enough, you're going to be hanged. And they also hanged people for medical experiments, which is what we're in right now. So I'm sorry. The, the, the parallels are significant. Mussolini also says fascism, in short, is not only a lawgiver and a foundation of institutions, but an educator and a promoter of spiritual life. Do what we say. We've done the studies. The founder of institutions and educator of a spiritual life. Well, Dr. Fauci, St. Fauci, recommends that we wear a mask. So guess what? All the small businesses out there, if you want to shop here, you must wear a mask or show your vaccination status, which is illegal. It aims fascism at refashioning not only the forms of life, but their content. You are only going to be allowed out between the hours of 6 a.m. and 7 p.m. until the Delta variant numbers go down. To achieve this purpose, it enforces discipline and uses authority, entering into the soul and the ruling with undisputed sway. There's no room for negotiation. Therefore, it has chosen as its emblem the lictor's rods, the symbol of unity, strength, and justice. So the lictor's rods are a bunch of sticks, and they are fastened and bound around an axe handle, and you see the axe head popping out amongst all of these sticks. Now, it, you could see that all throughout 1930s, 1920s, and 1940s, Italy, when uh, Mussolini was in power. But you could also see that in the Capitol building, where they've got two fasci prominently emblazoned on either side of the speaker's podium. I wonder what that means. Uh, and then the doctrine of fascism, fascism by Mussolini continues. Fascism denies that numbers as such, he's talking about democracies and republics here, so voting, can be the determining factor in human society. It denies the right of numbers to govern by means of periodical consultations, meaning you vote for a president every four years. Fascism says it's ridiculous. Stop playing games. Democratic regimes may be described as those under which the people are from time to time deluded into the belief that they exercise sovereignty while all the time real sovereignty resides in irresponsible and secret forces. Democracy is a kingless regime infested by many kings who are sometimes more exclusive, tyrannical, and destructive than one tyrant or a king. Doesn't that sound like what happened throughout 2020? Doesn't that sound like what happened on November 3rd, 2020? During the election with Trump. It deluded you. You think you've got the right and the sovereignty to vote for somebody, but you really don't. It is a regime infested by many kings. By many kings, a corporatocracy. The keystone of the fascist doctrine is its conception of the state, of its essence, its functions, and its aims. For fascism, the state is absolute, and individuals and groups are relative. In this case, the unvaccinated. The state has 
and has conceived and realized by fascism is a spiritual and ethical entity for securing the political, uh, jurisdictional, and economic organization of a nation. The state educates the citizens, the citizens on civility, makes them aware of their mission, urges them to unity, and its justice harmonizes their divergent interests. So it no longer matters if you're black, white, gay, straight, doesn't matter. We're in this together. We've got to build back better. We've got to wear those masks. We've got to get those vaccinations. And that's the only way out of it. And finally, never before have the peoples thirsted for authority. Doesn't that sound familiar? Direction, order, as they do now. If each age has its doctrine, then innumerable symptoms indicate that the doctrine of our age is fascism, that it is vital, and it is shown by the fact that it is aroused by faith, and that this faith has conquered souls, and this is shown by the fact that fascism can point to its fallen heroes and its martyrs. I know somebody that died from COVID. No, do you? Or did you just read what was on the death certificate and you didn't do an autopsy on the person that you knew that supposedly died from COVID? Because we can find plenty of information and plenty of examples of people dying from car accidents and suddenly they go in the COVID-19 column because for some reason they tested positive after death, which happens to have been due to the automobile accident. So if this doesn't show you how we are in some sort of bizarre, weird, neo-fascist regime and political ideology, I don't know what will. Everything is there. People don't know what to do, and they have completely entrusted individuals that are more than likely compromised for self-interest, for money, and I would suspect that's Dr. Fauci, But there's an ulterior motive here, and we don't know what it is because we don't have enough information. We have our suspicions. We brought it up in past shows. But this is typical of what has been happening since 2020 into this year. It is fascism as its core, and all of the methods are there and clearly outlined by Benito Mussolini. This is Resonance. I'm your host, Chris Michaels, and we are on OnTheWakeUpRadio.com. This is Resonance on OnTheWakeUpRadio.com. I'm your host, Chris Michaels. We're here every single Wednesday from 7 to 8 p.m. Sometimes Eastern Standard Time. Sometimes we're live, sometimes we're not. Last week, we were not live, but I pre-recorded an episode, and I think I spoke. A solid 59 minutes, no breaks, no music, no nothing, just me waxing poetic about my brilliance for a solid hour. I mean, that's the kind of material that you get here on onthewakeupradio.com. So that's why you should go to the website, set up a profile, start contributing to the community, start contributing to the discussion so that all of your brilliant hosts can interact with you. And then also it's a community. So we all need to be involved in this and we all need to move forward because we're in a desperate time for information and we need to start beating back the massive amounts 
of misinformation. So what else is going on this week is that you've got Mike Lindell, former crack addict, uh, with the, the pillow guy, you know, my pillow. Uh, he's out there doing the cyber symposium. Now, the first thing that you have to realize about the cyber symposium is that it focuses on how the election of 2020 was hijacked, manipulated, and the Democrats cheated using other countries and algorithms to basically change the votes to just enough so it doesn't supposedly look suspicious on the surface, but it looks incredibly suspicious. Now, I tried to watch some of this stuff. You can watch it on Rumble. You can go to Mike Lindell's website, frankspeech.com, and it's terrible. Either they're hacked or they don't have the bandwidth to sustain the hundreds of thousands of people that want to look at this stuff. Big old flop last night because he was supposed to make this huge announcement. It's going to change the course of American history. Last night at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and basically what happened was nothing. Uh, the main thing that came out of all of that was that these election machines were hooked up to the interwebs, which is all illegal. You can't do that. It's the contract. It violates what the counties are supposed to be adhering to. And the bigger thing of last night was that the counties, they outsourced the election and the results to Dominion. Uh, a lot of technical stuff came out today. Uh, there's one guy on Telegram. His name is, uh, or he goes by the moniker, Monkey Z. And he, he's a brilliant person when it comes to stuff. So I tried to listen. I am not an IT person. Uh, but I did get the gist of what he's saying. They found a whole bunch of logins to all of these machines on erection. Now, if these machines are certified like they're supposed to be, that means that they have no way of contacting the Internet in any way. So Code Monkey Z able to go through all of the coding and uh, I guess the, the logs to find out that they were, in fact, hooked up to the Internet on Election Day, and they were interacting with Dominion, and Dominion was trying to update the systems on Election Day, which, in other words, probably means that Dominion was inserting algorithms to alter the votes on Election Day. What, did they, what else did they find was that uh, after the election, they have been updating, quote-unquote, all of the systems for these voting machines in extremely close counties. In other words, counties that should have gone to Donald Trump but didn't for some reason. They've been updating the machines, just like you get on your computer. Oh, you need to do an update. They've been updating the machines, and do you know what happens? Once they update the machines, all of the logs and the voter records are deleted. So there's no way to audit the system. So that is another massive, massive illegality. Uh, the big disappointment with all of that symposium nonsense is that they don't have enough manpower to go through all of the data that they have. Now, they said that numerous times. And Mike Lindell actually said, that he's got 31 terabytes of information to go through. 
My question to Mr. Lindell is how did you get 31 terabytes of data to go through, election data to go through, that is supposed to be only in the hands of individual counties and Dominion voting systems? How did you get 31 terabytes of data? And for that information, I think we should go to none other than John McAfee's Dead Man Switch. And if you go there, if you go to his website, go to his Telegram, you can find basically blockchain. And that blockchain is in the process of releasing, guess how much data? 31 terabytes of data. So I suspect that McAfee, which also, by the way, McAfee, was the one that secured the antiviral systems for Dominion of up to 75% of the systems, I suspect that McAfee gave this information to none other than Mike Lindell to create a massive blockchain and also distribute this information via torrents, if you remember LimeWire, in order for this information to never be deleted and in order for this information to be analyzed at any moment in time. So this is Resonance with your host, Chris Michaels, via on the wakeupradio.com. This is the end of Resonance via on the wakeupradio.com. I'm your host, Chris Michaels. You can listen to me elsewhere throughout the week on Spotify, Anchor, and also Apple Podcasts. Uh, or you can do a Google search. You can find me at Last Call with Chris Michaels. Or you can find me on Twitter and Instagram, Last Call Caravan. And I'm there. I do a podcast every single day. And I also do a bi-weekly radio show. So it's the last final minutes. We're here every single Wednesday from 7 to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Go over to onthewakeupradio.com, set up your profile, and start contributing to the conversation. Start engaging with the hosts because we're all brilliant and we all love to be made fun of. And finally, the last topic tonight for the next, I don't know, minute or so are vaccines and demographics. So I want everybody to go over to Representative Richie Torres, last name T-O-R-R-E-S. He is a Democrat. His constituency consists of the Southern Bronx in New York. He has introduced H.R. 4980, H.R. 4980, and this is to direct the Secretary of Homeland Security to ensure that any individual traveling on a flight that departs from or arrives to an airport inside the United States or any of its territories is fully vaccinated against COVID-19 and for other purposes. Now, the first question I have is, what are the other purposes? And the second question I have is, does Mr. Torres have any idea of the damaging effects of COVID-19 vaccinations. Because if you look at Mr. Torres and exactly what his constituency is, he has a population of close to 65% Hispanics. So if that's the case, Hispanics and African-Americans have some of the lowest inoculation rates when it comes to the COVID-19 vaccine. So is he trying to punish 
his constituency and his voters. Because if you also do some research on Mr. Torres, you find out that even though he's raised close to $2 million in campaign donations, only 0.9%, less than 1% of his donations come from his constituents. The other amounts come from uh, Midtown Manhattan and also the Upper West Side of Manhattan. And corporate-wise, corporation-wise, his highest donors happen to run a very large company that is closely aligned to George Soros. So what is exactly the motivation behind Mr. Torres's introduction of H.R. 4980. We don't know, but I'm certain that we should possibly find out. So this is it for Resonance on OnTheWakeUpRadio.com. I'm your host, Chris Michaels. Go on over to OnTheWakeUpRadio.com to create a profile. Find me, Last Call with Chris Michaels, everywhere. Just do a Google search or find me on Twitter and Instagram at Last Call Caravan. Look it up. Flawed individual. Thanks for keeping the lights on, Dian. Cindy Ashley on the wake up. Now search in the search bar for OTW2, which is the page we're going to subscribe to. Click subscribe, click add as friend, as well as click where the videos are. Click on a video to view, like that video, as well as comment. And your exercise is done. Thank you for your support.